Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. We're listening to 2020 on this Wednesday morning and our guest on the program has come a bit further than many of our guests. She is, uh, at the moment she's come from New Zealand, but before that she came from Israel where she is the Managing Director of Mako Hatikva, which is the one of the only Messianic Hebrew schools in the whole of Israel, the only one in Jerusalem, and it's Cookie Schweberg Isan. Is that right? It is. <laughs> I've been practicing during the record. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie, welcome to Australia, first of all. Thanks for, for taking time to pop in and see us. That's that's quite unusual to, to be one of only two schools in, in the whole country. I imagine setting up a school like that was, was quite a journey. Well, it was, but I wasn't thankfully the one that did it. <laughs> <laughs> You're originally from, from New York, aren't you? Absolutely, Brooklyn. I can hear the Brooklyn in your voice. So how did you end up in, in Israel in the first place? Well, that is a saga of a story, of <laughs> course. Um, I moved a few times before I ended up in Israel. I moved from New York to Philadelphia to California and then to Israel. So it was a bit of a journey each time because I felt that the Lord was just directing me to something new in my life. And then finally, the last move before Israel, California, was to be part of a fledgling Messianic congregation and finally feeling that it was time to move to Israel in uh, 1993. You grew up in a, a Jewish family, but, but when you were born, it, it wasn't a, an observing Jewish family. No, my parents were very secular. Uh, they weren't even really traditional. And my parents, well, my mother first came to know uh, the Messiah when I was two years old, and then my father came to faith when I was about 12. So where did your journey start? Well, um, actually, my mother got saved in the context of a church where she met up with some Jewish people that also believed in the Messiah. And uh, we also went on Friday nights to what's called a Jewish mission where more Jewish people came and I would say worshipped in a style that was more Hebraic. Is there a, a tension then be, between traditional Jewish people and Messianic Jews? How do they view you? It's interesting because the uh, regular Jewish people that don't believe in the Messiah in the United States seem to be a bit more intimidated and maybe threatened by Messianic Jews, whereas in Israel today, uh, the Jewish people, the Israelis, they're very open, and they often want to hear more about what it means to be a believer in the Messiah. Because your school is is right next door to to a traditional a traditional Jewish school, isn't it? It's actually next door to an ultra orthodox all boys school. So I imagine that that. They probably view you with some interest, don't they? <laughs> Actually, uh, we had an incident where one of the students threw a bottle over the fence and it hit one of our students, and I went to complain about it to the headmaster there who was a rabbi and dressed in the traditional all-black, 
And oddly enough, he was extremely nice, very apologetic, ran the tape to see which boy did it, (laughs) pulled the kid in and made him apologize profusely and then make a, a point of saying, we're not your enemy. He gave me his name and number and said, if there's any time I need him to please call on him. And he was just amazing. How fantastic. Because your, your school, you teach the, the, the standard Israeli state um, curriculum, don't you? We teach exactly the same curriculum with the only addition of New Testament. But the books are the same. The course of study is the same. So how many students have you actually got there at the moment? We have under 100. Uh, we hope to have closer to 100 uh this coming year because we are expecting uh, some new immigrants and we are a big immigrant school. We take in obviously a lot of new Messianic Jews who immigrate from whether it's America or England or other places. We are the school that they would want to put their children in. Is it difficult for, for families in Israel, we, what we see on the news broadcast here, we, we see that the missiles being lobbed over the border from Gaza. Uh, we see terror attacks. We see a lot of um, unpleasantness. Is, is it a, a difficult place to, to bring up a family? I personally don't think so. Not that I've raised a family there, but obviously I'm in touch with many mm-hmm. families Um, Where we live near the Jerusalem area, it's less susceptible to attacks. I would say that more of the attacks happen in the south, like Ashkelon or Ashdod. Even Tel Aviv, by the way, got hit uh, twice as much as Jerusalem did in the last round. So in the Jerusalem area, which is actually the area that most of the Messianic Jews want to live in, it's probably safer. Do you feel as a as someone who's moved into Israel? Do you do you feel um, do you feel you've moved into danger, or, or is is it more than that? You know, I've lived there for over twenty one years, and I honestly have never been frightened not once. And I have been frightened in the United States <laughs> sometimes, but I can honestly say I always feel totally safe. Anywhere I am in Israel, I've just never had any fear. And that includes during times of war. I have always felt totally okay to go out and shop or go to the theater or restaurants or whatever it is. It's it's not what people think it is. I know a question that many people will want me to ask you is, what's it like to be a believer in in the land where Jesus walked, where he was? What's it What's it like? Do you feel closer to, to the, the New Testament because of that? You know, it's it's awesome, really, because when I read the scriptures, like, for example, this morning I was reading in Second Samuel, that's where I am now, and I was reading about uh, Gibeon, which in Hebrew is Giv'on, and uh, it says that uh, David chased the enemy, the Philistines, all the way to Gezer. Now, we live like five minutes from Gezer. <laughs> so it was very, it hit home just how close all of these places are. And Giv'on is actually in the West Bank today, and it's a Palestinian town. But Gezer, they went all the way from the West Bank to five minutes to where I live. 
So it just made me realize how how I'm right there. I mean, yeah. I'm where it happened, you know? I think a lot of people would, would resonate with, with that. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the, the school itself. With only with less than 100 pupils, I guess it's quite hard just in terms of, of, of keeping it going because running a school isn't cheap, is it? It isn't. It's, uh, our school costs about $60,000 a month uh, just to run. And uh, obviously, we rely upon private donations just to exist because the tuition charges are very low. It's what our parents can pay. And unfortunately, it doesn't cover even one-third of all of our monthly costs. So how important is it for there to be a school like this in Israel? You know, I think, again, when I think about all of these people that are moving, and of course, Israel is an immigrant country, and if you're a parent who is a believer and you're already faced with the fact that you're coming to a new culture, a new identity, a new language, and maybe your family's not even going to have a job, and you, you just are looking for a safe place and something that's that's familiar, and that's our school. Our school is like a second home. It gives these kids the kind of environment that they have in their own home and the feeling that they can talk about the Lord without being ridiculed and that other kids are being raised just like them. So for one thing, I think it just provides that kind of uh, continuous atmosphere from home to school to congregation that children need in order to develop as strong believers. Now, you've been visiting Australia and New Zealand. What sort of reaction have you got from people here? Well, it's been amazing. First of all, we went straight to New Zealand when we landed And we've been in a Samoan church, and we've been in other groups that I'm not so familiar with. And even here, we were in a church in um, downtown Brisbane, I guess. And it was Greek. You know, I mean, most of the people there were Greek or Italian, and they just embraced us with so much warmth and were so welcoming and you can see that they really love Israel. They have a real uh, heart for Israel. And it's for us, it's just uh, so incredible to see that. If people want to find out more about the school and perhaps would like to help, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, we do have a website, which is www.makor, M-A-K-O-R, hatikva, H-A-T-I-K-V-A-H dot org. And they can go to the website, and we do have a monthly newsletter. And anybody that wants that newsletter can request it just by writing me at principal. And remember, a principal is your pal, so it's spelled P-A-L at the end. <laughs> uh, principal at makorhatikva.org. And they can request that newsletter, which is very cutting edge, very exciting. And, of course, both the website and the newsletter tell you how, if you'd like to get on board and support this kind of a work, uh, which we believe is is vital and training the next generation and equipping them for their life in Israel one day and how they will impact the land spiritually, then they can go ahead and get that information there. It's been great to meet you, Cookie. Thank you so much for joining us. and Enjoy the rest of your trip down under. Well, thank you, and really appreciate uh, your allowing me to speak about the school. 
and uh, just the wonderful fellowship that uh, I've had here and continue to have. It's been great. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.